Welcome to the Dinner Party Download. This is your icebreaker. So this guy goes into a store, right, and he buys a jug of milk and a loaf of bread. And he gets to the cashier, and the cashier, like, starts swiping the items, and she goes, you must be single. And the guy goes, how do you know? And she says, because you're ugly. I'm Rico Galliano. And I'm Brandon Francis Newnham, bot 3000. And from the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, this is the Dinner Party Download, the show that helps you win your next dinner party. I can't do this. Can we stop, please, the music? What's the matter? Look, Brendan Bot, I'm sorry. Brendan is on vacation this week. I thought I would create a robot to do his job, and it's just not the same. How is it different? Well, you didn't cook me a warm pie before the show like he always does. I can cook pies. No, you can't. I didn't give you arms or legs. Look, I'm sorry. No, don't touch my power switch. Okay, so where were we? Uh, Our icebreaker this week came from our guest of honor, actor Rich Fulcher, a.k.a. Bob Fossil, on the TV show The Mighty Boosh. I'll be speaking with him later. And since I'm shorthanded this week, I'll be throwing in some stories from our vaults and cutting out some segments entirely. You're welcome. But first, time for small talk. So this week in the news, the economy finally seemed to be moving forward. The Senate Judiciary Committee finally let the Supreme Court nomination of Judge Sonia Sotomayor move forward. And our opinion of Wall Street took yet another step backward. A new report says 5,000 traders and bankers got million-dollar bonuses last year while their firms were taking federal bailout money. Meanwhile, as usual, I took a few steps around the offices at Marketplace to learn about some less obvious stories. George Judson, Managing Editor, what story are you going to be talking about this weekend? Beer. So what else is new? No, why? A brewery in Scotland just put out the highest alcohol content beer in the UK, 18.2%. Because if there's one thing the Brits need, it's more alcohol in their diet. Well, their argument is that their beer is so filling that you just can't drink too much of it. So the strongest beer in the UK is going to curb binge drinking. Well, as one critic said, if the average size woman drank one bottle of this, that would be binge drinking. Nancy Fargali, editor, what story are you going to be talking about this weekend? The Gallup poll released a survey this week that said Americans hate the Fed more than they hate the IRS. This is like uh, losing to Stalin in a popularity contest. Yeah. It does make sense though, right? Because when the IRS comes knocking at your door, you know how they're going to mess with you. If the Fed shows up, even after they explain it, you won't know what they're doing. I'm not sure they know either. Stacey Vanek-Smith, senior reporter at Marketplace, go. We know the Snuggie, the blanket with sleeves that people are wearing, they make it for dogs now. You are kidding me. No, 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 no. check it out. Now there's Snuggy Dog, the little blanket with sleeves designed to fit your dog. Stop it. <laughs> it's, it's too much. This, you know, might be the downscaling equivalent of like Louis Vuitton making matching dog and people outfits. Now you can just have a matching Snuggy. <laughs> we can all look like morons together. Yes, but warm morons. And now, Time for cocktails. Once again, we tell you something that happened this week in history, then give you a fitting drink to serve along with it. And this is a history lesson we aired in our second episode about this time last year. It's about Jesse Owens, who won four gold medals this week in 1936 at the Olympics in Nazi Germany. Now, the folks at your dinner party will surely have heard about that. 
Our friend Michelle Philippi is here to tell us some things about Owens they might not know. In 1935, Jesse Owens fell down some stairs and injured his back. A week later at a college track meet, he broke three world records anyway in 45 minutes. 1930s America was segregated. On the boat on his way to the Olympics, Owens had to stay in a third-class cabin. He won an award for best-dressed man on the ship. Owens was the first American to win four Olympic gold medals. Afterwards, Hitler avoided shaking his hand. But back home, President Franklin Roosevelt ignored him too. Three months before an election, FDR didn't want to lose the Southern vote. After the Olympics, Owens skipped some European meets and was suspended from amateur competition. The world's fastest human being has a word to say about his suspension. I was tired, I wanted to come home. After all, I haven't seen my wife for three months, and I'm very glad to be back home to see her. For a while, he earned cash by competing in exhibition races. Against racehorses, he usually won. By the 1970s, Owen hit his stride. He ran a PR firm, DJed a jazz radio show, and became a goodwill ambassador. He died in 1980 of lung cancer. He'd been a pack-a-day smoker for 35 years. So that's the history. Now for the booze. On the line is Paul Rodriguez. He's the beverage director at Tinto in Philadelphia, and he's speaking to me from behind the bar there. Paul, what cocktail does Jesse Owens' story inspire you to make? You know, it reminds me of an old cocktail uh, from that era called the Olympic. I think I see where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> but what would be fitting for this particular event is combining this cocktail with another called the Berliner. Wait, hold on for a second. Is this going to taste okay? I mean, can you do that? No, no, I think this can work. Take a martini glass, and uh, what you're going to do is you're going to take a German uh, caraway liquor called Kumel. Kumel? Kumel, yeah. Is that like Sambuca? Uh, yeah, it's sort of like a, an anise-flavored sort of sweet liqueur. Put a couple of dashes in the glass and then rinse it out so the aromatics of the caraway stay in the glass. Okay. And then basically you make the Olympic, which is a, a combination of uh, fresh-squeezed orange juice, a little triple sec, a little red curacao, and uh, brandy. Is this what an aged Mary Lou Retton and Bruce Jenner sit around drinking? <laughs> Getting soused on these? <laughs> I'm sure with Diet Coke. <laughs> a victory cocktail. Stars of track and field you are. Stars of track and field you are. Just to reiterate, no, Brendan is not actually here. That was an old segment. But it was good to hear his voice, wasn't it? And it would be good to hear from you, dear listeners. Email us at dinnerparty at americanpublicmedia.org. Our guest of honor this week is Rich Fulcher. He is one of the stars and a writer of The Mighty Boosh, a huge phenomenon of a TV show over in England, and so absurd that here in America, this live-action show actually airs on the Cartoon Network's Adult Swim. Uh, the cast just wrapped up a mini-tour of America, and Rich, it is my understanding that for a long time your parents were blissfully unaware of any of this. Yes. Explain. Uh, oh, well, I actually did a one-person show about this, I um, graduated from law school, and then I went right into comedy, but I didn't tell my parents. I sort of made up that I was practicing law, and I had a friend who acted as my fake secretary, and she would field calls from my mom, and then this friend of mine would be upset if I didn't give her anything for Secretary's Day, things like that. It got pretty absurd. When did you eventually let on? Um, Not too long ago, they kind of... 
I heard that you were doing something and then I had to fess up. Do they like The Mighty Boosh now that they've seen it? They like Yes Minister. They like those kinds of things. They don't like, you know, where I, I lick my nipples. <laughs> Can I say that? Sure. Uh, speaking of which, you're known for playing fairly perverse, I would say, excessive characters. Where does that come from? Probably from my legal background. Probably like a... What's the opposite of being a really anal lawyer is licking your nipples and uh, running around screaming things like crotch. Well, uh, I have read this rather large book on the wilderness. Book! <laughs> That's all you people know! It's all about experience. Have you ever had a mountain goat grab you by the scrotum and run away with it? Then sell it on eBay a day later? No. You ever been ro-hypnolled by a swan? Woke up in Cancun? No. You ever been to a key party with a herd of rhino? Well, I have, and it ain't pretty. I think you bring a specifically American energy to a fairly British show. It's definitely a different decibel level. It must be really liberating, actually. That's, that is your job, is to go insane every night. Yeah, I mean, when they approached me about this role, too, they go, yeah, he's just sort of like you. He just goes off on people, and he, he doesn't really know what's going on. I go, that's me. <laughs> All right, we asked we ask two questions of everybody on this show. Oh, no. The first question is, what should we not ask you were we to be seated next to you at a dinner party? Okay, and what, what kind of food is at this dinner party? Just a sort of light uh, trout. Any bones? Nope. Oh, okay. Where are you from? That always gets me because my dad was in the Air Force, so we moved around every two years. So they go, where are you from? I, I don't know what to say, and I get angry with myself. You know what? Don't. You are a citizen of the world, and, okay. and in that sense, you're a sort of modern-day gentleman. Good. I'll take that. The, here's our second question. Okay. Tell us something we don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot. I think maybe I have OCD on a small level. Because when I'm walking down the sidewalk, I like click my fingers when I'm in the middle of the square. In the, in the middle of the pavement the square. Pavement square. The don't break your mom's back square. <laughs> and then I do these things out, like right now there are paintings on the wall. I'll definitely have to count those. Really? There, there was a time when I was a kid. I've never told this, so this is an exclusive. Uh, we used to kiss things all the time. What? Like I would kiss the headboard of the bed and I'd kiss the floor and I'd kiss an object that I had in my hand. Is that an OCD? Or? I don't know, but you were definitely on the right television show. Yes. Come with us now on a journey through time and space. To the world of the mighty Bush. And that's the Dinner Party download for this week. I told you we'd be keeping it short this time around. But never fear, we deliver daily Dinner Party fodder on Twitter. Follow us at Dinner Party D-N-L-D. Thanks this week to Melinda Driscoll, Julia Schrenkler, and Angie and Sylvia at Press Here. We leave you, as always, with One for the Road, a song to listen to on your way to or departing from this weekend's Dinner Party. Matt Ponpier has the honor this week. Uh, he covers the theme song to Yes... National Lampoon's Vacation. This is Holiday Road. Bon appetit. I found out long ago It's a long way down the holiday road
Rico Galliano. And I'm Brendan Francis Newnham, bot 3000. Well, I guess it'll do.